to another episode of Exactly Similar. I am your host, Ryan, and today, as you read in the title, we're going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League and the first three episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, we're going to start off with the with Justice League. Uh, I have some thoughts. So I'm just going to dive right into it because it's on my mind. I have a lot of it. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about my relationship with this movie. So my relationship with this movie is a complicated one. I actually saw the 2017 Justice League, you know, Justice League. I saw that and I thought, wow, this isn't terrible. But this also isn't great. It was kind of like just a movie to me. And I kind of like forgot about it. Like as soon as I left the theater, I was like, wow, this was literally just a movie. Stuff happened. It was weird. And I don't really care for it. So I wasn't like, wow, this movie's terrible. Oh my God, this is, this is the worst. I'm going to kill myself because I know there are people out there like that. And those people I feel for because yeah, I get it. I watched it again. I watched it again the night before I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. And let me tell you, it's a bad movie. (laughs) The 2017 theatrical cut of Justice League is pretty terrible. It is bad. Because now the fact that I've watched the Snyder cut and I've seen what they took out and what they reshot and what what they changed and I'm just wondering why they changed it. I'm wondering why. Is it to keep up with Marvel? Because Honestly, if you try and copy Marvel, it's going to confuse people. And if people don't understand, people aren't going to watch it. So you have to separate yourself. Now, that being said, I'm going to say yes. Zack Snyder's Justice League is better than Justice League. You know, the theatrical cut for those who don't get that, because it was directed by Joss Whedon, who came in. You know, they they got the guy who did The Avengers, which is a pretty good movie. You know, that's, like, it's not a bad idea, but, you know, when you bring in Joss Whedon, who is a completely different director than Zack Snyder, who wanted a completely different vision, and you bring him in, and you rewrite scenes, you reshoot scenes, you redo everything, then that's kind of a problem, because... It's very noticeable now that I've watched the the Snyder Cut. It's pretty obvious that Joss Whedon had no respect for Zack Snyder's vision. He kind of sort of like threw it away because I think there was a scene that like looked similar in, in Joss Whedon's cut that was like... He just, he kind of just changed random stupid things, and I don't get it. And there were, I'm going to admit, there were some scenes that I thought were Joss Whedon additions that were originally Zack Snyder's. And, like, the I bought the bank scene. I didn't really like that in the original. Like, I don't, I don't know. 
kind of like campy for me. It kind of fits in with that Joss Whedon Batman. I guess Joss Whedon kind of watched that one scene and was like, this Batman needs to be fun and campy and crack jokes. And, you know, all he does is sit there and use a gun in Joss Whedon's Justice League. Uses a gun, which, you know, is a problem I have with Zack Snyder's Batman. Not a big fan of that. Not a big fan of the guns and killing people, but that's a different story. Okay, so enough of the Justice League. It'll probably come back up when I talk about a few of the differences I definitely noticed with the Snyder Cut. So, the Snyder Cut. Overall, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's four hours, but that doesn't mean I had some serious problems with it. I definitely had some serious problems. Like, for instance, when you meet Aquaman and he is kind of just in this weird village with weird people. And then (laughs) after Aquaman leaves, these weird people just start singing for God knows why. And just when you think it ends, it goes on for way too long. That should have been like seven seconds. This was like, I don't know if it was like 30 seconds or 10 minutes because it felt like 10 minutes and I needed to get out of there because it was weird and it made me feel uncomfortable. And I don't know why, if you told me in 2017 that there's a different version of this movie where in that scene, when Aquaman leaves, people just start randomly singing. I don't know what I would have said. I mean, I was a 17-year-old kid, but, you know, it's not it's not the point. But still, if you told anybody that, they'd kind of be a little weird about it. Because, yeah, it's a really weird thing. It's a weird thing. Um, I would like to talk about Cyborg. Cyborg, Cyborg, Cyborg. Cyborg in the last Justice League, like the theatrical cut, he, uh, he wasn't great. He was not a good character. I didn't like him. I forgot he was in the movie until he had his leg ripped off. Like, he didn't really serve the purpose other than to just be like, oh, you think I'm a monster guy, and you know, you did this, and But in this one, you really get his backstory, like, definitely expanded upon for the better. I think that Cyborg was one of the standouts in this movie. Because you kind of get to see that without him, like, they wouldn't have really won, like, at all. Like, yes, Superman punches and Batman is smart, but, you know, Cyborg was... They really show the connection to him and the mother boxes, which they literally just say in the the, uh, 2017. They kind of do that uh, tell, don't show. And a lot of that happened in the 2017 version. I don't know why. And in this version, it's a lot of showing and telling at the same time. And a lot of just showing. Sometimes too much showing. Like that Aquaman scene that... I guess had something to do with anything. I still don't know. I really don't know. 
anyway, it was kind of weird. Like, the one thing I didn't like about the cyborg thing was it's just a nitpicky thing, but like that scene with the, the waitress, like it went on a little too long. I guess there's a, you could have cut out a little bit, could have just tripped it up, but on the whole, pretty good. Definitely pretty good. Cyborg, like watching the bull and the bear fight, whatever. Like that was, that was weird. It took me like a second to get that. Then I realized that he's going to go mess with money, which again, Cyborg committing crimes, stealing money and giving it to people. I know people out there think that's noble, but you know, you're still stealing money from someone. It wasn't Cyborg's money to give away. Yeah, not a good thing to do, Cyborg. And personally, I kind of have to address Ray Fisher. I get it. If you don't know, he's been very vocal about mistreatment at Warner Brothers, at DC, about his time working with Joss Whedon on the theatrical cut. Personally, I don't agree with Ray Fisher on a lot. In fact, I think of... Let's just say I kind of think he's an idiot sometimes. And, you know, I get it. Like, he, he's very upset. Like, I completely get that. Like, he was cut out of the movie, but I don't think it was racially driven. I don't think it was all that. I just think that he wasn't an A-lister like Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman. And they just wanted to add more Superman, add more Batman, add more Flash falling on top of Wonder Woman's boobs. Because that was a thing. I think that Ray Fisher got screwed over. And I think that he could have had a good career if not for his reduction in the Joss Whedon cut compared to the Snyder cut, which he is, as Zack Snyder described, the heart of the movie. And yes, he is the heart of the movie. And putting aside my problems with Ray Fisher, I empathize with him. And I think that his character was really flushed out. I think that adding spoilers, by the way, I'm just going right into spoilers because this movie's been out for like two weeks. Um, his dad passed away in the movie. His dad sacrificed himself to light up the mother box to find it. Now, if that's what he's going to go out for, good for him. He helped somebody, but like... As like noble sacrifices go, that's kind of kind of low on the on the chart because you know a lot of people go out to like save people, but this guy just lit up a box that he had no idea that they were gonna be able to stop. He just did it and pieced out. But yeah, I get it in the moment. You got to do what you got to do. But yeah, I was kind of expecting more out of his death, but. That's just small nitpicky things. Like, that's that's what was going through my head at the time. I was like, really? He died just to light it up? Like, he couldn't have, like, done some computer thing to, like, help them and then died, like, saving something or, like, doing something cooler, not just lighting up the mother box. But, yeah, that, I mean, his death really helped the story along, like, in the theatrical cut. I, like, just remember right now that he lived. <laughs> and, like, he's in, like, that last scene where Cyborg turns from, like, a weird Megatron-looking Cyborg to, like, a like a really, really weird-looking CGI Cyborg. That Which, by the way, is canon. So he's going to look like that next time we see him, or if we ever see him again. So, yeah. Um, Cyborg's pretty good. Superman. Let's talk about Superman. 
I love me some Henry Cavill Superman. I don't like Batman versus Superman, and I have an okay relationship with Man of Steel. I really used to like Man of Steel, but then one day I was bored. I watched the original Superman, and then I watched Man of Steel, and then it kind of soured my taste because I think that, you know, Man of Steel really kind of did some stupid stuff, which is a Zack Snyder thing. I, I get it, but I wasn't going to let that sour my taste of justice league i wasn't gonna let it do that so i went in pretty open-minded i know all the backstory to justice league and i know that there was like a whole mustache thing with superman which i find very funny and i'll give you a brief history if you don't know so when they went to reshoot justice league for the 2017 version when joss whedon came in henry cavill who plays superman was shooting another movie the Mission Impossible movie, and in that movie, he decided to give himself a mustache. And, you know, Superman doesn't have a mustache in Justice League, so he kind of had to get rid of it. And then the studio behind Mission Impossible was like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, you can't shave your mustache. And I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers kind of was like, yeah, we'll, we'll pay. We'll give you money to digitally add his mustache in. And the studio behind Mission Impossible was like, no, that's dumb. You're going to have to digitally remove it. And the people who digitally removed it probably didn't have enough time to, because if you watch the theatrical cut of Justice League, it's very noticeable, specifically in that first scene where they like, there's like the kids in the podcast. Like it's weird. Like it's really weird and it's really uncomfortable. And I hope nobody ever has to see anything like that again, because that should be illegal. I hated it. I really was so uncomfortable from that mustache thing. Like when he also was grabbing Batman by the face and he's like, do you bleed? Like as a callback to Batman versus Superman. First of all, Henry Cavill, why do you say, do you bleed like that? It's weird. Second of all, it was disgusting. Like he, his mouth was like 2D. Like they didn't really animate it right. They didn't really, I don't know. Like I get it. I'm not a digital, I don't do that stuff. Like I don't, I'm not a CGI artist and I can't imagine how hard it is sometimes, but it's probably on the studio for not giving them enough time. They probably gave them like a few months to like go in and do everything. And I just wish that there was footage available of Henry Cavill with a mustache as Superman because that'd be the funniest thing I'd ever see in my life. <laughs> anyway, Superman in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Very good. Very, very, very good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like how kind of cocky he is after he comes back. I mean, how they bring him back is pretty much the same. Joss Whedon didn't do too much to that. Uh, he changed a few things here and there, like some lines and just a little bit of weird explanation. But anyway, yeah, I liked Superman in this movie. And I want to see more of Henry Cavill as Superman, but that's going to be a little bit more after we talk about this movie. I'm going to talk about the future of this 
little universe. Anyway, yeah, Superman was pretty good. I liked how he just kicked Steppenwolf's butt. Like, he was just kicking his butt. Like, just punching him and lasering him and punching him and lasering him and punching him and lasering him, kicking him. And, like, it was brutal, and I really liked that. Like, I'm not a big, like, dark superhero stuff like that, but he was pretty dark. Just, like, lasering off his horn or whatever that is, his ear horn. I don't know. But, yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, I liked that. Like, Superman was actually kind of badass. Not just, like, a whiny baby who's snapping people's necks and crying about dead moms. Like, I get it. It's okay. It's okay, Superman. But that really reminds me, I need to talk about Steppenwolf. Okay. So, I am probably going to be in the minority on this. I really didn't hate Steppenwolf's design in the 2017 version. I was not like, this is the stupidest looking villain ever. I've seen worse. I've seen Doomsday from Batman vs. Superman, who is literally just a gray thing. He was literally just a gray thing with spikes sometimes. Like, it's not bad. Like, it wasn't great like, at all. But Steppenwolf's design in this one wasn't really that much better and i'm very comfortable saying that like i wasn't blown out of the water by his like weird hand that had like claws like in places that a normal hand wouldn't like the 2017 one was more humanoid i get it but this one looks wise wasn't that much better but backstory wise steppenwolf a lot better in this movie. He wasn't just like a guy. <laughs> like in the 2017 version, he was just some guy who I guess was mad that he lost before and wanted to please a guy called Darkseid who never pops up, who they only mentioned by name and everyone it leaves everyone confused. Um yeah. Like I, it wasn't it wasn't great. Like he was a bad villain. Looks wise. I don't really care for him. Like, he wasn't bad. He wasn't great. He was just a villain. He wasn't Doomsday. Doomsday from Batman vs. Superman looks like, looks like crap. Like, that's bad. Anyway, in this version, he was very cool. I mean, he was some guy who was afraid of Darkseid, who we actually got to see. Having Darkseid in the movie definitely helped flush Steppenwolf out. He kept popping up. He kept making Steppenwolf be like, hey, you know, like the whole reason you're doing this is because you want to get my good graces. Like, you want to you want to get back into the family, which I don't know if they said Steppenwolf's relation, whether he was the uncle or nephew. I knew they, they said it a while ago, but I don't remember what it is. And it really doesn't come up in this movie. So it really doesn't matter because I know in the comic books they're related. Or something like that. I don't know. I only read a few comic books, not the classic ones, just more modern. Anyway, Steppenwolf was really helped by having Darkseid in this movie. Darkseid wasn't in the movie a whole lot, but when he was, it was kind of like cool. Like, I kind of like Darkseid. I never really thought I would. I thought he'd be like some lame Zack Snyder villain who's like edgy and sad and depressed. But he was actually kind of cool, like in the nightmare scenes and the flash forwards. Like, he's pretty cool and intimidating, but 
he definitely helped Steppenwolf in this movie a lot. Like, without Darkseid in the movie, I would have felt the same way as the 2017 version. Because with his story arc, you kind of have to have that character that he wants to. You kind of have to show him trying to get back into good graces, not just telling like he did in 2017. Like, he was like, yeah, Dark Side, I'm going to win for you, and then you'll let me be a part of the group again. Like, that's that's what 2017 was. But in this one, you actually get to see Dark Side talk down to Steppenwolf. You actually get to see and hear their reactions, not just get told about it, not just get shown a weird flashback that you swap characters out, like, like in that old fight with the Amazons, the gods, and the, the Green Lantern. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad in that version. I didn't like that. Anyway, Steppenwolf, a lot better. Not just because of the character design, because there's a little bit more scenes, and the addition of Darkseid. Yes, Darkseid makes Steppenwolf better. I think I'm the only one who's really put that together. Um, People have just, I've seen online, people are just like, wow, Steppenwolf's a lot better. They don't say why. Because he, he actually has a backstory. He actually has this and that. They actually took out a major scene with Steppenwolf in the 2017 version. Like, in that old, like I said, the old gods and Amazons and Atlanteans and Green Lantern fight. It was Steppenwolf in that, in the uh, 2017 version, Justice League. And in this, it was Darkseid. And I think having it be Darkseid was better because... It kind of gives Darkseid a little bit of a backstory. I mean, not to compare it to Avengers, Joss Whedon's Avengers, but in that, the only thing, the only way you see Thanos, you know, the bad behind Loki, kind of like how Darkseid is behind Steppenwolf, is in an end credit scene. It still shows him, but it doesn't go beyond that. Maybe a few hints and stuff like that, but what Joss Whedon did in that movie better than in his Justice League was not mention him. Maybe an illusion, but in Justice League 2017, Steppenwolf keeps saying, like, for Dark Side, for Dark Side, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get back with you, and, like, we don't know what he's talking about, we don't, we don't know. But in the, uh, the Avengers, it's kind of like not really touched upon. Like it's kind of just Loki and there's not really an allusion to it except for the end credit scene. You're kind of like, oh, who's this? There's a big bad behind it? Okay. Even if you didn't stay for the end credit scene, you kind of like get it. You know? That's just something that I think that Joss Whedon messed up on. He should have learned his lesson. Like if you're going to have a big bad don't really talk about them like show them and Zack Snyder did that he didn't do the Avengers route like he didn't just get a quick little glimpse of him like he's in the movie like he has lines he has like a little bit of a story in this like he's kind of just watching over Steppenwolf and getting very upset when Steppenwolf (laughs) kind of isn't doing great because Steppenwolf sucks like not a good villain i mean character wise yeah but like he's not doing pretty good he gets beat up pretty bad by the justice league he's not a good commander 
either because his parademons not doing that great they're not very good not very good villains not scary which by the way one thing that Joss Whedon did better than Zack Snyder is talk about the parademons because the only backstory I know about parademons and like what they are is from Joss Whedon's version where they feed on fear and they do all that like that's better than Zack Snyder so yes that's like the only thing that I can say positive about Joss Whedon's version compared to Zack Snyder's that the parademons kind of have a little bit of a explanation not just thrown out in the dark and you're just supposed to accept them because in a movie that's four hours long you can do that compared to just uh, Justice League which is not that long at all it's actually pretty short so yeah parademons bad in Zack Snyder's Justice League do not recommend liking them so let's talk about the Flash I want to save him for last because Wonder Woman I can just throw out there that yeah she's cool and she kills people that's that's really it with this version of Wonder Woman because we already know that she's going in a different direction with Wonder Woman 84 which was god awful I did not like it it was pretty bad and it's kind of like lighthearted fun Wonder Woman not like the Wonder Woman 2017 which was like cool and a little edgy and hopeful and Wonder Woman 84 was just bad it was very hopeful it was like kind of like marvelized and DC should not do that they should do their own thing don't marvelize your movies DC do your own thing you're good at it when you do your own thing clearly shown with Zack Snyder's Justice League which is its own thing and he did very good with it okay yeah so Wonder Woman fine Aquaman it's just a dude being a dude like nothing more oh which reminds me I liked in the Justice the Justice League this I promise this is the last thing I'll say good about it he added a scene that I thought was pretty good in that one which was Aquaman sitting on Wonder Woman's lasso and like being like we're all gonna die like I thought that was pretty good and that's really it for that you got nothing else positive from Justice League anyway Aquaman okay cool he's a dude bro so we're gonna talk about the Flash the Flash is my second he's tied for number two second favorite superhero like dc superhero obviously number one is batman number two is the flash and superman i do like me some flash because the flash is interesting the flash can have a lot of things going for him i really fell in love with him after watching three seasons of the cw's flash and then season four got really stupid and i i have not watched it since because I don't care. CW got lame. All you have to do is watch a Batwoman trailer and you'll know what I mean. Or you just watch it and get it. Because The Flash, the first three seasons of The Flash were really good. I do enjoy them. So I came in with high hopes for Zack Snyder because Zack Snyder is a comic book guy. He gets it. Like He really leans into that. 
And the Flash is really cool. He's got a lot of cool powers, and they could be used in a lot of cool ways. Like he doesn't isn't just a guy who runs fast. Like in like Joss Whedon's Justice League, like the coolest thing he did with his powers was shock a box because he ran fast. Like other than that, he just ran with some weird Russian family in a truck. That's what I remember. And it was kind of bad. It was kind of bad. So in this, he's kind of like running through things and watching them bend when they're supposed to break like the glass when he runs out of that shop. I like that. That's a good scene. That's a really good scene. Now, do I like Barry Allen? No, I think he's an idiot. And like both versions, he's kind of an idiot because he's just weird. Like he doesn't get people, which never really stood out to me as like a Barry Allen trait. I, when I read comics, I don't read a lot of everything. I do read Flash comics. I like the Flash comics because they're cool. And what I get from Barry Allen in the comics is not what I get from Barry Allen in the movie because Barry Allen isn't like a bumbling idiot who like doesn't understand people. That's my one flaw with the Flash. But the way Zack Snyder uses his powers, very interesting. I do like the Speed Force thing. I like the time travel thing. I like all that. I like the hints being dropped from Batman versus Superman. They're kind of paying off now with the Flash and time travel. I get it. I very much understand it now. And the Flash kind of deserves better than Justice League. Like, he deserves to be able to run through time, be able to run to different reality, be able to run from here to there and do cool things. Like, not just run and get from point A to point B just a little quicker than everyone else. Like, give the Flash something to do. He has one of the most interesting power sets, like, ever. And... If you're going to put him in the Justice League, don't just make him run fast. Like, that scene where they're, like, in the tunnel and he's, like, saving people from the falling debris in the uh, Snyder Cut. That's really cool. Like, I like that. How he's, like, flashing, pun intended, like, around all these people and he's, like, saving them from, from the debris. Like, I, I like that. Like, use use your powers, Flash. Don't sit there and do stupid things, Flash. So, yeah, Barry Allen, not a likable person. The Flash, very likable. I kind of like him. He's also weird and kind of an idiot. Like, in the the, uh, Justice League, I thought it was a Joss Whedon edition where he's like, that's your bat signal. It's, It's you, Batman. You're Bruce Wayne, Batman. Like, it's you. It's your bat signal. Like, I thought that was kind of dumb. I don't like that. Like, you're going to have the Flash, who's like a smart guy, like, not sound smart. You make him sound like a bumbling idiot. And I don't like that. Make the Flash cool. Don't make him just like your comedic, like your generic, dumb comedic relief. Don't do that, Zack Snyder. Please. Please don't do that. So... I'm going to wrap it up on the Slater Cut Talk with just my final overall thoughts because I have so many for a four-hour movie. Number one, 
cut down on the weird singing. Like, what? That's weird. It just should have been trimmed up a little more. Like, yeah, I get it. That weird arrow scene where it's like them taking the arrow out of the box, then walking it up, and like looking at it and staring at it and then shooting it and then following it, following the arrow all the way to its destination is weird. I don't know why. I mean, I get it. Zack Snyder shot it. Why not use it? It's his vision. Throw it all in, right? Um, what else we got? Uh, it's really good. Good job on not messing Superman up. Good job on not screwing Superman up again. Zack Snyder, because you do that in Batman versus Superman, and you do that in Man of Steel, per se. Like, you know, don't do that. Batman, he's a lot better. He's a lot more bearable than Batman versus Superman. It's not Ben Affleck's fault. It's Zack Snyder's fault in that case. Because why is Batman like a straight up murderer? I don't get it. And yeah, Zack Snyder's kind of like, you know, he's not like your comic book Batman. He's not this. He's not that. But like, isn't like the whole point of Batman, that whole point of him is him not like killing? I get it. But I think you took him a little too far in a few places, but you know, you do what you do, Zack Snyder. I'm only a critic. I'm only here to tell you what I don't like and what I like. And I don't like Batman going like full nut job like he did in Batman versus Superman. And I don't like you just giving him a gun. <laughs> like, like in the final battle. I don't like that. I really don't. I don't like giving Batman a gun and having him shoot aliens. Um, it's weird. I don't like it. Again, I really don't like it. Please don't mess up my Batman. Okay, the Flash. Good job, Flash. I really like your time travel stuff. I really liked you running on rocks or running on like rebuilding Earth like when it blew up. That's cool. I like that. What else? What else we got? Um, Steppenwolf. Yeah. You're better. You don't look that much better, but you're better. Uh, dark side, cool. Ooh, the nightmare scene at the end. It's bad. I don't like it. I really don't like it. It went on for way too long. It went on for so long, and I didn't like it. Mara, you know, Aquaman's girlfriend. What's her accent do? It's weird. Is she British? Is she American? I don't know what's going on with that. That's a studio thing because clearly it was changed. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I didn't like the nightmare scene. I can, you can tell it was shot in Zack Snyder's driveway or parking lot, whatever he did that in. Because yes, it was added in. Jared Leto, your Joker sucks. You suck as the Joker. <laughs> it was unbearable. Oh my God. Oh my god, I thought it was just the Suicide Squad, but like, he's doing like a cheap impression of Heath Ledger. <laughs> like, Jared Leto, you're a good actor, but like, the Joker is probably not your, it's probably not for you, because do your own thing. Don't be like some weird gangster with tattoos, but don't be cheap Heath Ledger, because that's what you were. It was really weird, and I didn't like it. And Batman 
in that last scene was just weird. Like, it was weird. It was like, I get it. Like, it's supposed to be, like, the future and, like, the world's dead and all. Like, and Superman's a bad guy. But what are they doing? It's weird. Oh, God, I have really bad allergies. So that's why I'm really struggling right now. (laughs) Okay. So... Where are we at now? The nightmare scene, cool. Martian Manhunter, cool. I really like Martian Manhunter. And I think it was weird that he pretended to be Superman's mom. (laughs) And then it was never mentioned again. Like that he was Superman's mom for that time. When Lois and him or her talked. I don't like that part. But Martian Manhunter, being more things. I like Henry Lennox as Martian Manhunter. I think he's like perfect for that. And what else we got? That's pretty much the end of the movie. Oh, yes. Deathstroke and finding out the Batman's real name is Bruce Wayne for Ben Affleck's solo Batman movie that should have happened. Yeah, that's a bummer. I would have liked to see Ben Affleck as Batman for like a movie movie, not just a Justice League or a Batman versus Superman or a Justice League. I would have liked to just see that. And don't give him a gun. Don't give him a gun in that movie. It's weird. Stop giving him guns. Batman really doesn't on the whole use guns. Yeah, he used guns in the 30s. I get it. I get it. So don't yell at me. I get it. God, this movie was so draining. But we got to talk about the Falcon and Winter Soldier, so I'm going to wrap this up with overall Justice League. Very good movie. Very, very, very good movie. But I had some flaws with it, like you're going to have with a movie. And I'm going to end this with I think they should restore the Snyderverse. I think it is stupid. To go forward with the way they're with the way they're planning to go with the uh, black black Superman, if they try to make that the main Superman, it really won't make sense because you know Clark Kent was never black, and the one thing that they're trying to do is like stick to like the hopeful and comic booky side. If you're gonna do that, make him Calvin Ellis. You know, the black Superman who was modeled off of Barack Obama or whatever that was. I actually kind of like that Superman. So if you're going to do that, make him that. Bring back Henry Cavill. He was very good as Superman. He was just never in a good movie as Superman other than Justice League, which really he's in for like not very long. But bring him back. Make him Superman again. He's got heart. He's got soul to his Superman. You can just tell he really loves Superman. He would give his all. Bring back Henry Cavill. Okay. Yes, restore the Snyderverse. It was a good movie. Justice League was the worst ever now that I realize. Because I watched the Snyder Cut. Um, yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad, Justice League. So... Snyder Cut, good. Restore the Snyderverse. On to the Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, I'm up to the third episode. It is April 6th right now. 
that I'm recording this, so there are only three episodes out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's three. So, it's, uh, it's different from WandaVision. It's definitely different from WandaVision. In a good way. It's not just like... I'm glad that Marvel isn't like sticking to like this generic brand of television where it's like lasers and, and weird stuff. Like they, and they're changing it up. I love these two characters. I love Sam Wilson. I love Bucky Barnes. I wish Bucky Barnes would have been the Captain America because it would have added a different approach character wise. Sam Wilson is obviously the better choice. But Bucky Barnes would have been a lot more fun psychologically, considering that he's a bad person. But I'm glad that they're dealing with it in this show. I'm glad that they're touching on his past. I'm glad that he's got like that little notebook of him trying to be like a good person again. I like that. I like the Bucky Barnes that we see in this show. Sam Wilson. I always like me some Sam Wilson. And they're just continuing it. He's got more room, he's got more lines, he's got more room to work with. I don't like the Red Wing thing. If you don't like it, it kind of just feels like a little cheesy, but you know, I get it. I get what they're doing with that. Um, what else we got? We got the villain. It's Carly Morgenthau, or whatever that name is. She's a bad person. She's a globalist. You know, she's kind of just like put everything back the way it was when it was bad. No. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> Stop breaking the law. She's killing people now. Like, she's going full crazy. And they're trying to make it, like, you know, to where you can empathize with her as a globalist, which I don't, like, at all. It's just my personal politics. You know, pretty bad. I would never empathize with her. She's a bad person. She's got bad politics. Anyway, not to get political. Uh, yeah, she's a bad person. Um, Zemo. I like Zemo. I do like me some Zemo right now. He's cool. He's funny. He's dancing. You've probably seen the meme of him dancing. It's cool. He's like pumping his fist, and which I thought was a weird scene that they put in for no reason was them at the party dancing for why for what still a good show though still a good show oh god but I like it where the series is going I don't like with WandaVision the reason I didn't do WandaVision week to week was because oh god People that are online with this Marvel stuff are toxic because they theorize and then they got really upset when they weren't right. Like you dug yourself as a hole, now sleep in it because you're wrong. And I like that the show doesn't set itself up to be like that type of theorizing show. Like there's no Mephisto. Which, if you followed WandaVision pretty closely, you would get that joke because everything was Mephisto. There was no, like, all of that. It's kind of just like chillax. It's like a Marvel espionage thing. There's not too many big reveals. It's just Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson fighting a villain. It's none of this, like, mystery unraveling. 
There's a new Captain America, which is the coolest thing ever <laughs> to me. Like, the fact that America would just, like, instantly throw out another guy. Throw out another guy who's probably not a great person. John Walker is Captain America, who is also Kurt Russell's son, who I just found that out, like, two days ago. Even though I should have known because his last name is Russell and nobody in Hollywood has the same last name that isn't related. Joke. Obviously, there are people to that exception. But Cap the new Captain America is kind of a bad person. I don't like him. I think it should be Sam Wilson or Bucky Barnes. It's going to be Sam Wilson. Just a spoiler alert. I've seen a toy with him as Captain America. So, you know, let's make it happen. Just get to the point. Get the shield back. I don't like his face, but I'm not going to harass him because I have to separate actor from art. He's not the character in real life, even though people are bullying him, oh, which is terrible, and they should be locked up. So, God, John Walker, I'd punch him. I punch him in the face. I don't like him as Captain America. He's, he's got like a gun, which Steve Rogers had in World War II, which was understandable because they were fighting a world war. And you can't just throw a frisbee at everybody. But yeah, John Walker, you're fighting terrorists on a truck. Don't bring out your gun. It's weird. Um, being in the military, looking at a sidekick Battlestar, you know, Sergeant Major Battlestar, right there. Uh, that is the youngest E9 I've ever seen in my life, for those who don't know what that means. His rank, he has it on his shoulder, I believe. Um, he is way too young to be that rank. So, yeah, he should have a little bit of gray in his hair, at least. So let's make that happen, Marvel. Let's get your facts right. No, I'm just kidding. But that's just one thing that I can't, like, not say is his rank and how young he looks and the fact that he's a captain and captains and sergeant majors don't really like vibe like that but you know it is what it is he was probably just a recently promoted first sergeant that's the military talk that's all the military talks you're gonna get from me right now uh, excuse me jesus i'm leaving all this in by the way i'm not cutting anything out you crazy right now Okay, so Falcon and Winter Soldier, first three episodes, pretty good. I don't want to go crazy into it because the rest of the episodes aren't out yet and the series is still going. I don't want to theorize because I'll be wrong and I've read enough wrong theories already. I can just tell they're wrong because people are stupid and everybody sucks, like everybody on the internet and they never get it right the only time they get it right is when they like for real have the information like, it's never right and they're always stupid i never like fan theories they make me mad because people just don't get it they don't get it at all and they get mad when they're wrong not a fan of that not a fan of idiots so cool Falcon and Winter Soldier, pretty good. So that's going to be it for the Falcon and Winter Soldier talk. I'm going to get right into the next section, which is obviously girl talk. And then we're going to head out of here. Did someone say girl talk?
Sometimes I wonder if I have ovaries in my scrotum because I am great at girl talk. Okay, so girl talk is obviously just a little bit about my life because why not? I'm bored. I need to say it. So what's been going on with me lately? Um, for one, my cat almost died. So I had to pay $3,800 to, you know, save his life. Um, I'm still having a bad time at work. That's not going to change for a while because why would it? Anyway, the girls, let me tell you, I got stood up. Me. I got stood up. Yeah. So I got stood up. I don't want to say her name, but I definitely got stood up. Not very fun. This was a, this was a, little, a little bit ago. Maybe a week. Mm -mm. I don't know. Like two weeks ago. Yeah, I got like stood up like two weeks ago. Not very fun. So that's kind of sad. Wasn't very happy about that. Um, there's a girl now. Pretty cool. I'm not very good with girls anymore because it's been a while. And I'm really finding that out. Really finding that out. And it's kind of bad. Kind of bad. Don't recommend it. Don't recommend me with girls. Not very fun. Anyway, that's really it for my life because nobody cares, including me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say that hopefully I can get an episode in next week. Life got in the way. I was supposed to record an episode in the morning. I watched the Snyder Cut. But yeah, work, life, my cat. Uh, yeah. That got in the way. So hopefully next week I can get an episode out like ASAP because I really want to start getting these out weekly. But life unfortunately keeps getting in the way and that sucks. So stay tuned. Um, obviously socials will be in the description of this episode. Keep an ear out. Tell a friend. Rate this five stars or don't rate it anything because that only helps me. So, yeah, this has been Ryan. I'm going to sign out, and hopefully I will see you next week. If not, I will see you as soon as possible. So, yeah, thank you for listening. I am out.